And welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. John Druckenmiller at HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. It's been a busy 12 hours, busy overnight. Let's get right to it. Number one, Floyd County police are seeking a suspect who allegedly fired on officers as they were attempting to serve warrants. A second man at that same location has been jailed as well. We'll have continuing updates of this story all day long on hometownheadlines.com. Also, the Metro Drug Task Force has been very busy in recent months. They report late last night at least 10 arrested in recent weeks, $40,000 in meth seized, as well as weapons, vehicles in the Floyd Polk County areas. Continuing updates there as well. There are alleged gang ties to this group as well. In real estate news, the lofts at 3rd and Broad expect to welcome their first guest later this month. Also, four more townhouse permits have been issued for Hoyt Hill by the river as downtown comes alive. Two wild dogs have been captured in separate traps at St. Mary's School in East Rome as the wild dog pack search continues. Crews continue to try to find the remaining members of this pack. Governor Brian Kemp seeks applications, his word, not ours, for Johnny Isaacson's Senate seat. He expected to name a replacement very soon. Also, Senator David Perdue has praised his colleague from the Senate floor on Tuesday. In health news today, Harbin Clinic physicians and practices have received national recognition for patient-centered care. In Buzz, the Historic Preservation Conference opens today in downtown Rome now through Friday. We'll have more about this, by the way, in our weekend weekday observations. Also, Barry College's fall market is this coming Saturday, and the Church Bowling League is forming. We have details how you can join. Wear Mechanical Weather Center mid-80s with overnight lows in the 60s are on the way one more day in the warmer 90-degree range. They'll be back next week, but at least a little break coming up here in a couple of days. Yesterday's temperature, 99 degrees. Obituaries today, we say farewell to Mrs. Reese Ann Jackson. Your public health restaurant inspection scores a 60 for a Rome area restaurant and two C's for two Somerville restaurants. We have the Greater Community Bank Crime Watch Report brought to you today. It includes Floyd, Bartow, and Polk County arrest reports. The Truett's Chick-fil-A Sports Report for the day. We have a SEC TV schedule for a very busy Saturday in college football. That includes, of course, the Dogs game, 8 o'clock Saturday night versus Notre Dame. Barry Volleyball dips to number five in the weekly polls. John McClellan's high school picks for this coming Friday night. Don't forget, Barry and Shorter are both on the road this Saturday in college football. How about some midweek observations? Perhaps there's some irony in all of this. The state's historic preservation conference opens today in downtown Rome, just as two of the more significant new projects in the neighborhood make a few milestones. For Ira Levy, some of the condos at the Lost at Third and Broad have been granted certificates of occupancy. Some of those who have purchased the condos already can start moving in later on this month. They're moving into a condo that offers some of the biggest, uh, let's go ahead and say, assets in the community. The project includes condos, retails, and self-contained parking at the intersection of one of the top intersections in downtown Rome. Easy access to Town Green, the Forum River Center, and a boat of restaurants and retail. The parking alone is huge and so much more convenient than some of the other downtown loft arrangements. 
And then just a few blocks away behind City Hall and adjacent to the law enforcement center parking lot, the Hoyt uh, Townhome Project is coming together nicely as well. Another round of permits just came in for that location, four permits in all. Combine both of those with the existing and developing lofts in downtown Rome and you get a much-needed live-work-play concept, one that was advocated by the former downtown development director, Ann Arnold. She embraced it early and talked others into following that as well. We are now seeing those results more and more each day. There's more to come as well as Wayne Robinson continues to offer the district another mixed-use project with retail, apartments, and condos adjacent to the Courtyard Project on West 3rd Street. We're pretty sure a few others will pop up as soon as well. What do we mean by that? Basically, infill. You'll see more smaller projects, most likely, around these bigger projects we're talking about today. So our next big challenge is going to be designing and implementing this so-called futurescape while accenting the historic nature of downtown Rome. It was Ira Levy and a few others who showed us what could be done with repurposing some of the downtown landmarks. Today, they are among our community assets. So now the challenge is balancing old and new. Maybe we should tap some of those 300 visiting preservationists today through Friday for a few ideas. It'd be nice to hear some of their concepts from those who don't really have a horse in this much cliched race downtown. We bet they see Rome as it should be with plenty of history and plenty of room to grow. This is John Drucker Miller with HometownHeadlines.com thanking you for joining us today. We're going to be on the road Thursday and Friday. We hope to bring you the newscast. We're uh, not quite sure of what we'll be walking into facility-wise uh, today, tonight, tomorrow, and Friday, but uh, we'll have some type of an update for you coming up. Don't worry. The website will be fully staffed all during those days, as will our social media. This is John Drucker Miller saying have a great day in Northwest Georgia. We'll close and open with Harry Musselwhite's stylish renditions of Funky Druck.